I recently received this question from the episode How to Stop Feeling Mediocre. I'll put the link below so you can check it. But the question goes something like this. What if I believe I'm currently an average person and I'm doing my best to improve, but the people around me are discouraging me? How to deal with that and not get affected? On this episode, we'll consider what to do if people around you are discouraging you. Keep listening! Life is about perspectives, and the way we see things determine our quality of life. But to get the right perspective, we should ponder on the most important issues in life. This podcast is dedicated to reflect on the tough topics by looking at things differently so we can get closer to the truth and live effective, meaningful lives for the glory of God. I'm your host, Jeric Timbang, and it's time to consider this. We all need to learn how to handle criticisms well. Bakit? Kasi kapag hindi natin to natutunan, this will really stop us from having a full life. Marami tayong bagay at marami tayong pangarap na hindi na natin itutuloy na i-pursue when we don't know how to handle criticisms. That's why this skill is really valuable and it's really critical for our survival because it's going to hold us down. It's going to hold you down, especially if those criticisms come from people you love and respect the most. Sobrang sakit kapag sa kanila nang galing yung criticism. You will feel it straight to your bone. Ibig sabihin parang tagos at sobrang dinadamdam natin kapag sa kanila galing yung mga bagay na hindi natin expect Like we're expecting them to encourage us, to praise us. But when we receive criticisms and negative feedback from them, it's hard for us to accept that. Tapos madalas pa naman, di ba? We have this tendency of reviewing those criticisms. And every time you review that criticism, that negative comment, you chip away a small part of your confidence, a small part of your motivation. And that will continue to happen unless you learn how to process it. Tayo pa naman, as humans, we have this odd tendency to review negative events and what caused us to feel negatively. Diba? Nire-review natin yung mga bagay na sinabi sa atin, kung paano sinabi, and sometimes, we make it worse than how it actually happened. Parang mas pinapalala natin sa isip natin yung mga bagay-bagay. Pero ito, reality check. You can't please everybody. In fact, you don't even like everybody. But we all have this desire to be accepted and be loved. However, it's normal for us to receive criticism. O kaya naman mga discouraging comments. That's why we need to learn how to process it. We need to learn how to receive it gracefully and how to react to it ng kung saan hindi tayo makakasira ng relationship natin with other people. And at the same time, we learn something valuable from those criticisms. Alam mo kung nasasaktan ka na nakareceive ka ng negative criticisms o kaya negative feedback on the things that you're doing. Hindi ka nag-iisa because this is a shared human experience and yun yung masaya kasi lahat tayo nakaka-relate dito. Even I have received my fair share of criticisms in all my life. Let me give you some examples. 
And itong mga example na to, itong mga criticism na to, natanggap ko mula sa mga taong both na malapit sa akin at sa mga taong first time ko lang makita. For example, a friend of my boss told my coworker who was thinking of supporting my business. Ito yung sabi niya, Don't go into business with Jeric because he's mayabang. He doesn't listen to advice given to him. His boss told him to hold off resigning, but he didn't listen. And to be honest, I was really hurt by that message. Kasi nabasa ko yon sa conversation ng coworker ko at nung kaibigan ng boss ko. And hindi naman niya ako kilala, but she had the audacity to speak about me that way. But I guess I really had, you know, zero to little influence kung paano niya ako mapoperceive kasi hindi naman kami nagkaka-interact. At hindi naman niya ako kilala personally. O kaya naman, one time, when I was applying for a job, the HR manager asked me, where do I see myself five years from now? And I told her that I wanted to start my own company and I want to be a CEO someday. At ang sabi niya sa akin, would you care to be realistic? You see, bata pa lang ako, pangarap ko na na magkaroon ng sarili kong negosyo. Pangarap ko na magtayo ng sarili kong company and, you know, to solve a problem that I really care about and to be a CEO. But that comment really shocked me because this person, this HR manager, hindi naman niya ako kilala eh. She didn't even know me. She didn't know what I could do. She doesn't know my skills and so on and so forth. At least, she doesn't know me well enough for her to say something like that. Sabi ko talaga sa sarili ko nung time na yon, hinding-hindi ako magiging HR manager na katulad niya because I was really hurt by that question. And yung pagkakatanong pa niya was really sarcastic. O kaya naman, etong isang taong to na sobrang tinitingala ko ang taas ng respeto ko sa kanya at sinabihan niya ako na, di ka nag-iisip, bobo. How would you feel if someone you have high respects, someone you look up to, someone who's like a father figure to you, told you na hindi ka nag-iisip at bobo ka? Would you feel hurt? Because I was. And siguro kung hindi ko napagdaanan itong mga bagay na ito, eh wala ko masyashare sa'yo ngayon. So these things had to happen to me and for me so that I could learn how to process criticisms and I could share something to you. I could help you save some time and some heartaches, hopefully, prayerfully, na by sharing the things that I've learned throughout the years on how I handle criticisms and how I handle disappointing comments, eh, it would save you time and heartaches. Marami pa, marami pa ako napagdaanan. Halimbawa, nung namimili ako ng course when... I was about to go to college. Gusto ko talaga ng psychology. But my parents wanted me to take aeronautics engineering kasi narinig nila na maraming pera doon. And yung isang aunt ko naman wanted me to be a teacher. Now, there's nothing wrong with those kinds of profession. Kasi maganda naman yung mga trabaho at maganda naman yung career na yun. But what I really wanted was to learn more about our human condition, our our brain, our behaviors, and explain and understand why we do what we do. That's why I wanted to take up psychology. So I really had to stood my ground and to stand up for myself na sabihin at i-communicate 
ano ba talaga yung gusto ko? So I had a lot of discouraging times and criticisms at saka naka-receive din ako ng maraming negative comments about the things that I do which I turned into learning situations and that helped me grow to be the person that I am right now. Ngayon, hindi ko sinasabing madali ito but you have to be willing. You have to be open-minded about changing and, you know, reframing the things that you are thinking about so that imbes na makasakit ito sa'yo, eh makakatulong sa'yo to. Imbes na maging stumbling block yung mga bagay na to, it becomes a stepping stone for you to grow to be the person that God intended you to be. Pero una sa lahat, what makes us feel discouraged and why are we simply and easily affected by the comments of other people? You see, when people tell us negative criticisms, diba, it has an emotional impact to us. And when that happens, it can be emotionally challenging, especially if it is delivered in a harsh or negative manner. Yun bang sarcastic, yun bang feeling mo wala namang pakisayo, tapos meron lang masabi. It can hurt our feelings and damage our self-esteem. Sa dulo nun, we become unmotivated. Tapos meron din tayong takot of being judged and rejected by other people. And kapag nakareceive tayo ng mga ganitong comments, feeling natin rejected tayo. Feeling natin we're not good enough. And that's why it hurts us. We have this natural desire to be accepted nga, di ba? To be validated. That's why when people criticize us or the things that we do, especially on the aspect and the areas that are really important for us, yung tingin natin valuable, eh doon tayo nasasaktan. Third reason is we don't know how to process criticisms. We'll talk more about that later on this episode. That's why you have to stay tuned. Pero fourthly, we don't run to the Lord for comfort. I remember this story from the Bible. Yung story ni Nehemiah while he was rebuilding the walls of Jerusalem. Kasi si Nehemiah ay isang cupbearer ng king of Persia. And when he received the news about how devastated Jerusalem was, especially yung walls nila, he was deeply moved at napahaluhod siya para manalangin. And after niyang manalangin, sinabi niya sa hari na kung pwede i-grant siya ng authority at provisions para i-rebuild yung walls niya. Because it's his city. It's his country, kumbaga. Now, pinayagan siya ng hari because of God's guidance and sovereignty. Tapos, nagpunta na si Nehemiah dun sa Jerusalem with the authority and the provisions na binigay ng hari. Now, nung pagdating niya sa Jerusalem, nakita niya na sobrang sira yung walls ng Jerusalem at sinurvey niya yung walls. Doon, nag-formulate siya ng plan, paano niya gagawin, at kinumbinsi niya yung mga tao, mga Israelites, na i-rebuild yung wall para rin sa peace of mind nila. While he was doing that, and while he was inspiring and motivating people to rebuild the wall, he was receiving opposition and criticism from the subordinates of the king, namely si Sanbalat at si Tobiah. So itong dalawang to, minamak talaga yung efforts ng Israelites at ni Nehemiah to rebuild the wall. But despite facing threats and schemes to undermine yung progress nila, Nehemiah remained steadfast. He relied on God for strength, for guidance, 
sa Panginoon siya tumatakbo to ask for help para magsumbong at dahil doon nakapag-focus sila sa pag-rebuild ng walls. In fact, they were able to build and rebuild the wall in just 52 days which is really, really fast considering na napakalawak at napakahaba nitong wall na to. It took them 52 days to achieve this feat and people celebrated. So even in the times when Sanbalat was saying they can't rebuild the walls themselves, yung mga Jews daw ay nagre-rebel against the king, tapos sinasabi ni Tobaya na if a wolf jumps, it would break the wall kasi hindi naman daw matibay yung pagkakagawa, di ba? Yung response lang ni Nehemiah was to run to the Lord and to keep the people, to rally the people to focus on rebuilding the wall. And that's why they were able to finish the task within 52 days. Diba? So, kapag nakaka-receive tayo ng negative criticisms, discouraging comments, we can run to the Lord to ask for comfort, diba? Sa Kanya tayo magsumbong. Kasi Siya naman yung nakakaalam ng lahat ng bagay. At bibigyan niya tayo ng continuous strength to carry on. I'll share more about this later. But for now, How do we stop feeling discouraged? Diba? Kapag nakareceive tayo ng mga bagay na hindi natin gusto at hindi nakaka-motivate at encourage sa atin, paano ba natin to dapat i-process? First, you have to accept reality. You and I don't have control over other people's opinions. But we have control over our reactions to them. Kasi isipin mo, we all have our triggers. But others may not know about them hindi nila alam kung ano yung trigger mo unless, of course, you communicate it. But also, you have to realize that it's not their responsibility to walk on eggshells around us, around you. At ganun ka rin naman sa kanila. I mean, we all have to be responsible for our own triggers. We have to be responsible for how we receive the information and how we process those. Now, this is not to say na people are not responsible for their actions, their comments, the things that they say, because they are. We all are, di ba? You and I are responsible for the things that we say and the things that we do. But at the same time, mas magiging effective ka bilang tao, mas magiging strong ka bilang tao if instead of waiting for people to be sensitive, quote-unquote, enough to take care and be careful of your triggers, eh, you would develop emotional resilience at you learn some tools, you have some tools on your disposal that you can use to process your emotions, to process your thoughts. For example, someone from your work criticized you and said something offensive. Now, you have different choices on how you can handle this, di ba? Pwedeng pumunta ka sa HR at i-report mo yung tao na yon, which is very much acceptable kasi kung totoong nasaktan ka, pwede mo naman talagang i-report eh. Now, ito yung mga pwedeng mangyari. They may get a warning at pwede pa nga silang ma-terminate eh. Pero at the end of the day, you can let what they said haunt you or you can use it to empower you. You can use it as a stepping stone nga. You can use it as a motivation to be better, to be stronger, to be more empathic. Instead of training to avoid those kinds of situation, 
train yourself to be strong in spite of those situations, in spite of criticisms, in spite of negative comments, you become strong. And that means you have the tools, you have the belief systems, you have safety nets, you have the skills that can help you grow from it, that can help you move past those things and inspire others to do the same. Once you accept the reality that you don't have control over people's opinions and they would always, always have an opinion, it frees you up to learn how to process your own emotion. And one model that I can recommend to you is yung natutunan ko from Tony Robbins, which is be aware of what you focus on, what it means for you, and what actions you'll take. For example, hindi ka magaling, di ba? Sinabihan ka ng colleague mo na hindi ka naman magaling eh. Ba't ba nagmamagaling ka? Notice where your focus goes. Ano ba yung tinitignan mo? Yung sinasabi ba nila? Yung how they said it? Masyado ka bang nakafocus sa content ng sinabi nila na totoong hindi ka magaling at masyado mong ini-internalize yung message na yon? O di naman kaya pwedeng gamitin mo yon bilang isang challenge at mag-focus ka na i-turn yung criticism na yon into a challenge so that you can become a better worker, so that you can prove to them na magaling ka naman talaga at deserving ka sa mga bagay na natatanggap mo, katulad ng praises, promotions, mga bonuses, and so on. So whenever you're feeling down, whenever you're feeling discouraged because of the opinions of other people, ask yourself, saan ka ba nakafocus? Then, kapag nalaman mo kung saan ka nagfo-focus, ask yourself, what does it mean for me? Ano bang ibig sabihin nito para sa akin? What meaning can I attach to this situation, to this criticism, to this discouragement that would propel me forward, that would help me become a better person, a better worker, a better friend, a better lover, and so on. And finally, you have to choose an action that would show that you've learned something from the experience na meron kang natutunan and it allowed you to become a more matured person, it allowed you to become more understanding, and so on. Now, balikan natin yung example ko kanina. Yung may sinabi yung coworker mo, tapos nasaktan ka, and pina-HR mo siya. Diba? Maaring na-reprimand siya, at dahil don ay naging awkward yung situation niya sa work. Di kayo nag-uusap, di kayo nagpapansinan, diba? You can either choose to, you know, let it continue that way, o kaya naman, you can patch the situation by explaining to them kung ano yung nangyari, bakit mo sila nireport, di ba? Especially if you've said to them a couple of times na tigilan yung mga ganong pagsasalita, yung mga pagsasabi ng mga ganong bagay, kasi masakit yun, nasasaktan ka. And I think that's the more mature way to go about it, kasi hindi mo iniiwan na awkward yung situation, hindi mo iniiwan na awkward kayong dalawa at meron kayong gap. But you're actually talking about the issue. You're actually addressing the issue so that it won't happen again. And that's the same with our relationships with our family, with our loved ones, di ba? Yung partner natin, friends, and so on. Kapag nagkakasamaan tayo ng loob, the mature way is to talk about it and to deal with it so that we can both move past it. Kailangan maging open tayo talaga eh. Kailangan maging, you know, be humble enough to ask for apology, ask for sorry, and be humble enough to forgive, di ba? Be mature enough to air out your side 
and not leave things na magulo. Because we're commanded to be peaceable and to live peaceably with all men. And finally, number three, after you accept the reality and you've learned how to process your own emotions, you can run to God and surrender your pains to Him. Sabi sa 1 Peter 5.7, Casting your cares upon Him for He cares for you. Diba? Sabi rin sa Psalms 34 verses 18 to 19, The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. You see, as Christians, we have this privilege of going straight to God, to run to Him whenever we have heartaches, diba? kapag mabigat yung pakiramdam natin, we can just run to Him for comfort. We can lay it all down at the feet of the cross. Diba? And the more we do that, the more we grow intimate in our relationship with Jesus Christ. Now, I'm not saying that you need to quote-unquote spiritualize everything. We have to learn how to process our emotions and the things that are happening to us. Because if we put a pile of dirt on top of our issues and push it down para maitago itong mga to, it will just become a resentment and that will affect us all our life. What I'm saying is, God is readily available and He is always there to listen to us. So we can be free to process and understand why we feel that way, why we feel the way we feel. And also by processing, I mean not just only to understand why we feel the way we feel, but also to decide whether we'll let those things affect us and choose to submit ourselves to the will of God. You know, let Him form something beautiful from the darkness of your past, from the darkness of your experiences, diba? You can kneel in prayer. You can understand what made you feel that way, what desires were violated, what values were violated by the person who hurt you. And ang maganda dito, we can ask comfort from God and remember His promises. Diba pinramis niya sa atin na He is always with us. Sabi niya sa Joshua 1.9, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified nor dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And finally, I want to leave this last encouragement to you. Sabi sa 1 John 3.2, In whatever our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart and knows all things. So kahit gaano pa kabigat yung nararamdaman natin, gaano ka negative yung mga bagay na nararamdaman natin, the things that are weighing on our shoulders, God is greater than those things. Yun lang, I hope you learned something from this episode. Again, my name is Jeric, reminding you that whatever happens in your life, you can run to God. As Christians, we can run to God to ask for help, to ask for encouragement and comfort. So consider finding peace in the fact that God is greater than our hearts and He knows all things. Let's talk soon! Hey there, Jeric here. Thanks for listening to the Consider This podcast. 
If you like this episode, please share it to the people you love. And if you have a minute, let us know what you love about this show by leaving a review. This also helps us reach and impact the lives of more people. Thank you and to God be the glory.